Hey, my name is Kelly Heil and I'm here to show you that it's totally possible to do what you love while raising the ones you love. It took me far too long to figure out how to balance my new role of mom while overcoming mom guilt and still living my best creative life. Motherhood does not mean we have to throw who we used to be aside and stop making art or writing books. That's why I created this podcast. I want to inspire you to live intentionally. Whether you're a mom who gets up at 5 a.m. or a night owl who has another cup of coffee at midnight, we can do this. And I'm spotlighting women who are doing this. Grab a coffee, grab a notebook, get ready to change your life. This is the Moms Who Create podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Moms Who Create podcast. I hope you're having a great week. My daughter is turning five this week, and well, I'm wondering how that happened. (laughs) She was just born maybe three weeks ago, I believe. How? And so as I was putting together decor for her birthday party, she told me she wanted to make some butterflies to hang up as well. Her party is butterfly themed. I think it went from PJ Masks to Barbie to Sonic the Hedgehog, and then we landed on the butterfly theme. It was gorgeous. It was today. It was so much fun. Anyway, so she asked, hey, I want to make this, and I want to make this. I was like, no, no, just let me get this all up. I was kind of in a hurry just to get it all together and get it done for some reason. She was visibly sad, and then I thought, oh man, no, Kelly, include her. It got me thinking about how sometimes I need to include her in my creative time as well. Don't get me wrong, I do my best work when I'm alone. No offense to the girls, but I think anyone gets something done to their fullest when there aren't little kids around. Anyone would probably agree with that. My girls love arts and crafts. I try to include them as much as I can and also make time for them to have their creative time. Mind-blowing thought, right? They need that creative time, too. All kids are into the arts at some point. All kids. It's what fades as we get older, for some awful reason. We categorize children's love for art as just a kid thing. What if we approached it differently? What if we categorized them as actual artists and made sure that we made time for them to get messy and create? So I've come up with these ideas, these five points on how we can prioritize making art with our children, benefiting us and them alike. Number one, art kits from the library. You guys, if you don't frequent the library with your children or by yourself even, you have to start. The library is a wonderful place for more than just reading. They have so much to offer that they don't even promote most of the time. My local library has STEAM kits, which if you're not familiar with what STEAM stands for, it's science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. You hear of STEM a lot, but I am a huge fan of adding the arts into it. These kits are available for free to pick up and do the projects at home. Around Christmas time, there was an art kit that my daughter and I did where we sewed and colored snowflakes to hang around our house. One project was a bird feeder that we hung outside our living room window and watched the birds peck on it and Charlotte loved it. 
If you're having a hard time coming up with ideas of how to create with your children, or perhaps you're just too busy in this season of life, visit your local library and see if they have some free art kits to spark some imagination and fun at your house. In summertime especially, the library has tons of take-home activities. Also, reading programs is not just fine arts and not just drawing and creating physical things. Reading. They have so many programs too. When I was younger, it was read X amount of books, get a free personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut. So that is what I work towards. I am going to read all of these books because I want my own pizza. <laughs> now it's like, you know, you get crayons and stickers and stuff. Definitely not as cool, but take advantage of the summer reading programs. Number two, Sent pictures in the mail to grandparents and family members. Yes, mail where you have to put a physical stamp on it and spend, what is it now, 46 cents to send it across the country. Okay, do me a favor. Close your eyes. Unless you're driving and listening to this, then please, oh my goodness, leave them open. Now, imagine someone who means so much to you. A loved one that may live far away that you haven't been able to see in a while. Imagine them opening up an envelope with your child's artwork in it and tell me what you think their reaction would be. Okay, I can't hear you speaking, but I know it's probably awesome. It's something we probably don't do or don't do often. It doesn't have to be framed or it doesn't even have to be really good. <laughs> Just something to brighten a family member's day, to show them that you're thinking of them and send happy memories. Also, it's good for your child. They're creating something to send to someone to make them happy. So, well, it's a two for one. Number three, enter your children's artwork into art shows and art contests. Did you know this was a thing? Your child can be in a gallery at a young age or even win an award for their sketches by entering an art contest online. Some examples you can Google and look up. Okay, ready? The Scholastic Art and Writing Awards for Kids. Doodle for Good Art Contest for Kids, Global Canvas International Children's Art Competition, U.S. Kids Magazine Art Competition, and so many others. You guys, I found these with a quick online search of children's art shows to enter. Don't just put in children's art shows. It'll be like out of the box. Did you watch out of the box? Anyone that's like in their thirties, just, just Google it. I loved it. Love that show. Anyway, so make sure to put like art shows or art competitions to enter. Some are free to enter while others cost anywhere from $5 to like an average of $30. I read, okay, so down for this one, that a seven-year-old entered an art show and their sketch won, I think it was about $80,000. So, so there's that, <laughs> but don't do it for the money. Do it because how cool. And your child can say, man, I was in this, you know, gallery show. And it can be one that you can send in from far away. When I was in college, our professor wanted our CV to have us in art shows that were international. So there was one, I believe it was in Germany, where all we had to do was draw on this postcard, do a sketch, and then we sent it off to Germany. And it was kind of this like big postcard show. So technically I'm an international artist. Thank you. <laughs> but you can do the same things with your kids. 
just because they're six doesn't mean they can't be in a show somewhere. doesn't mean they can't enter an art contest. And it's something fun for you to help them with. You to search out, you to find them to get excited about. I've always wanted to do a pop-up show somewhere. Love, love, love pop-up art gallery shows. A one-night local art coffee and toe show. To go one step farther, it would be really neat to do one for children in your community. Depending on age, it could be a pop-up afternoon show with cookies and milk. If you're an organizer of events and love starting things, you should consider doing this. Schools have art shows and perhaps like big cities may do events like this for children, but a call to artists, specifically ones under 18, would make a little face just light up. It makes mine light up just talking about it. Number four, this one may be controversial, but hear me out. Let them make a YouTube channel for their art. Don't email me about privacy issues. I get it. But here are a few options. Keep it private. I have some family members that make private YouTube videos to share with only those with a link. Your son or daughter can create a drawing, painting, or maybe a tutorial on how to draw an animal. I love the videos of air dry clay being molded into various superheroes or cartoon characters. There was a channel my oldest daughter and husband would watch together where this artist took My Little Pony dolls, completely stripped them of paint and hair, and transformed them into different characters. So my husband and daughter, they did Raya, and my four-year-old had an... Oh, she's five now. I'm sad again. But at the time, she was four, and she had an absolute blast. Another option is to work with camera angles. You can have online content without showing your face. Have you seen the videos where the camera is angled down? So only the artist hands and like the pencil and paper are showing, not even any talking, just a time lapse of the creation. This is an excellent idea to document your child creating in the 21st century. And you can add film director, producer, and cinematographer to your resume. (laughs) And by the way, mom listening, why don't you start a YouTube channel? Number five, lastly, keep it simple and make art for your home. If you have small children, embrace abstract art. (laughs) I say that jokingly and take no offense because I'm an abstract artist myself. But really, ditch Hobby Lobby and make your own art. Changing the narrative on how we view children's art means putting their work in more places than just the refrigerator. And making a piece together makes it even more special, giving a deeper connection to your home and becoming conversation pieces. Bringing up air dry clay again, this is good for all ages. You can make small thumbprint bowls, vases, or actual sculptures to display on floating shelves or bookcases. Bookends. Ooh, just came up with another good one. Bookends. So there, these are five ideas to get your mind working on a creative goal that works for you and your family. Don't stay in the box of kids are only going on the fridge or only coming home from school all crinkled in their backpack. Make art on purpose. Let your kids know that art is more than 30 minutes of school twice a week. Read books on artists that your children might take interest in. Again, the library is the best resource for really everything in life. I checked out some books on famous women artists that my daughter thought were super neat. My nephew loves drawing characters and making comic strips. There are books for that too. Educate them on what is out there. The possibilities in art are limitless. Being a Disney animator is a job that your child could have one day. Let me know if you try any of these ideas and I'd love to see artwork that you create with your family. 
I've made this episode into a blog post on my website where you can reference when you need to come up with some ideas or when a creative blog happens. I've included some links for shows and also crafts that you can do as well. Art is fun. Life is fun. You do you and definitely have your alone time making your amazing art. But maybe let's give our children their specific time too. Picasso once said, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up.